there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Follow the Money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hi-oh. Here we go. Welcome in. Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betty Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Huge show lined up for you today. In 45 minutes, we will get to re- truly an incredible story in the NFL that would have uh, shifted the power of the entire league that was going to happen. And I got to be honest, I don't know how this isn't the biggest story in sports. <laughs> yeah. So that's coming up in about 45 minutes uh, to, to begin the show. We will recap what took place last night in the NBA. The game, I think, took three and a half hours. So for those of you on the East Coast, you probably fell asleep a little bit. I know I did in the fourth quarter. And when I fell asleep, I did it with a smile on my face thinking, oh, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning uh, and, and realize that I just cashed the Clippers plus three and the Clippers on the money line when I, I bet them in play last yep. night. Yep. Nope. No good. They blew a lead in the fourth quarter. Timberwolves come back, and the way they celebrated, I guess we can shut it down now. Huh? They won the championship. <laughs> that was good. Well, so you make the playoffs for the second time in 17 years. I guess uh, it's worth that kind of celebration. You cannot lose that game. You are up 10 with eight minutes left, and Towns is out. He fouls out and did nothing in the game. And you, you, you again, have another big scoring drought. The Clippers had 93 points with eight minutes left. Five points in the next seven minutes. Oh, God. Unacceptable. Paul George was great in the second half. He really was. But didn't get a lot of help from the supporting cast. They could have used Kennard, who stayed back in L.A. Uh, you can't lose that game. I mean, you just, you know, get their best player does nothing. You're up 10 with eight minutes, and you lose the game. Yeah, but on a night in which the Timberwolves won, I will say this. Their best player 
was the worst player on the entire court. I think, and Barkley was killing Finch at halftime, saying it's stupid coaching to leave Towns in when he had three fouls. I would disagree. Getting him his fourth foul and putting him on the bench and then his fifth foul right that's the best thing that could have happened for the Timberwolves last night. Yeah. They were better when he was off the court. He was yes. terrible. They were better with the same thing regular season, too. It, when, when they lost those three games in the regular season, they were outscored by 51 points in 100 minutes when he was on the floor. I mean, lose game plan with him, but to frustrate him and, and Shaq yeah. ripping him, too, about you're a big guy. Get down low, please. You're soft. Called him soft several times. He did. He did. Uh, Barkley also mentioned uh, with Beverly, too, because Beverly was in foul trouble. But I could understand the criticism there where Edwards is on fire. Can you run a play for him? Please? Well, that's true, yeah. In the first half. The other thing, Scott Foster. I mean, no fluke. Oh, God. No fluke. I mean, was... what, what do we have? 80 free throws in the game combined? Some 86 free throws or whatever it was? No flow. I got to be honest. everything. Yeah, Ridiculous. If that's not a – that was – borderline unwatchable. If that's not a play-in game and it's called the same way, there's no chance I'm watching that in the regular season. Ridiculous what he's done. And that's what he does. And that's his, his history, too. I know. Especially where, where road teams get the calls now, in, in foster games. That said, when Towns picked up number five in the third quarter, how are you complaining about that call? He's throwing elbows like this. Get out of my way. Yeah, that's an offensive foul, man. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, what are you talking about, number five on me? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's warranted. He's earned it. He led the league in fouls since the All-Star break. Yeah. Number three the entire season. Third in fouls, led the league since the break. Absolutely. He's an awesome basketball player. He just happened to have a really bad year against the Clippers. Again, yes. he only averaged 15 points a game in the regular season against them going into last night's game. He better have a good series. Wow. Because he, he was horrible against Houston, and now he was horrible last night. This is a guy that makes a lot of money that's considered an elite player. That's terrible. Yep. Russell, I, I didn't see that coming from Russell. Russell was great, but uh, really Ed, Edwards certainly was a star, and they they bailed him out. They had no business winning that game. No, I, I want to run more for Russell and for Edwards against Memphis. Because last night in the second quarter, I mean, first of all, let's be honest, the T-Wolves were a disaster in the first half, and they led at halftime. And Ru- I thought right. Russell was great in the second quarter. Then the third quarter comes out after halftime. We're like, well, what, what happened to the second quarter, Russell? Can you, can you run some stuff yeah. for him? And that's when Paul George got on fire and they took a big lead. Uh, and then we, weird with the women gluing herself to the court. That was before halftime, but that's what a lot. I don't know if that allowed it, but after that point, yeah, Minnesota glue. went on a big run. I like the tweets because Beverly came over to her. He's like, he's a, he's a glue guy is what they say. But yeah. that, uh, now imagine if she, and I know from experience, because I just had a bad experience about a month ago. If that's Gorilla Glue, this game's postponed. They're not getting her hand off the floor. Uh, that so, thing is the real deal. So that career. Water. I had to do it. It took me. Five so, minutes under hot water to get him. I'd lost some skin. If she if she puts a, a I only had a little bit, just a little. You know, if she puts the glue on the whole hand and puts it down, that game's postponed. You could do something about that. Oh, she. Oh, what are they going to do? They well, can't. Her hand is not coming off that floor if that thing. How she get the glue in? Where's security? What well, happened? By the way, what kind of glue was it? Right. How about Shaq? I, I didn't know what happened. And half Ernie had to explain it to him. What the hell are you doing, Shaq? You watching the game? This is your job. Oh, he's been known to fall asleep before <laughs> during games. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like so. Uh, I did. By the way, Elmer, what was it? Yeah. For for what? For, I don't know. But you know what? What she was doing, right? Animal protest. Yes, she was protesting. The the owner of the Timberwolves has like a chicken farm. He had to kill a bunch of them because of uh, oh, a, I didn't a know breakout that. with the um, chicken flu. What's that called? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why she was upset last night and decided to glue herself to the court. Yeah. That was something. Yeah, that really was. <laughs> the game delayed because of glue. And that, that's what sparked a big run by the Wolves. Yes, it was. And what you said earlier, too, about Towns. They are down seven when he gets his fourth foul. 
and they come all the way back and, oh, they were, and take the lead at halftime. They, that was actually a good thing, and they huh? killed him at halftime, Finch. And I was like, no, 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 that's the reason why they got back into this game. Now, Shaq and, and Barkley also picked the Wolves to beat the Grizzlies. Yeah, I don't get that at all. I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked at the series price, 360. It's going to be a, it's a tough matchup for Minnesota. Are, do people realize how good the Grizzlies are? Uh, apparently not. Are, are we? Are, I mean, do they? I mean, I know the Suns have been like the best team in basketball all year long at the very top of the Western Conference. If the Suns were not having the year that they are, Memphis would be the talk of the. They're awesome. From one to twelve, the yes depth, yes. yes, yes, and Minnesota can't rebound. That'd be another. That'd be another uh, thing. And Memphis is number one in offensive rebounding percentage. I like Minnesota. They got a ton of talent, but I just I I'm a huge fan, and I have a ticket on the Grizzlies at twenty five to one. I, they're a machine. They did all that without Jaw. Yeah, and you're right. It's like they're eight, ten, eleven to deep guys coming off the bench, knocking down threes all the time. Uh-huh. They're well aware of this too. You know, what one person said John Moran is just Derrick Rose. No, I know. Yeah, and, they, and they, they, is, they, they pay they, attention. They pay, yeah, they're a confident group, yeah. right? And they're uh, right. They yeah. were awesome down the stretch, yeah. killing people. In the other game, no surprise here, right? The Nets could not cover again as home favorites. Yep. Now, they played a great first half. Irving couldn't miss, but that's what you get, right? I mean, Kyrie and Durant were sensational. They had great shooting games from the floor. Um, the Cavaliers stunk for like the first two and a half quarters, turned the ball over a lot. And they, the Nets were fortunate to get out of there with a seven-point win. And I could not believe that the Brooklyn Nets opened up as a favorite in the series against the Celtics. It, it flipped, like, within seconds. But the Celt- you could have grabbed the Celtics last night plus 115 to win the series. That's several books. I don't understand it. I agree with Barkley. And uh, Sean Grandy, voice of the Boston Celtics, also tweeted this. Like, let, me, let, me, let me get this straight. Kyrie can't miss. Kyrie and Durant are playing well. Cleveland shooting under 40%, and they had 14 turnovers, and it's a six-point game? Uh-huh. And, oh, by the way, they needed Brown and Drummond to combine for 34 in the worst way. Had to have it. Yep. Brown was great. That shot in the arm they gave them and that boost. They could not get – now, credit the defense, I guess, in the first half. They could not get stops on Cleveland in the second half to save their lives. I'll give Markinen some help, please. Oh, Come my on. God. What are you doing? It was a cry for help on the court I know. Last I know Bickerstaff did a good job, but get him out of there. Somebody help him. They're just attacking and hunting Markinen at will. So I, would say, I would say good job by Steve Nash, right, then? Well, yeah, that was, Somebody, yeah. Or the well, players in the court recognizing, that. like, they got to attack no. him every single time down the court. But that, yeah, but the Nets are who we thought they were. I mean, this is nothing changed. I mean, no. they're at home. They, they blow a big lead, but somehow, I mean, Cleveland didn't even play well. And that's a six-point game, and they have the ball with five agree. minutes. I agree. And they're that, going to beat Boston. That's who the Nets are. Now, I yeah. Here's the thing: like I have the Celtics eighteen to one to win the uh, Eastern Conference, and plus one fifteen was never available in Las Vegas. If it was, I would have added added to it, and I would have added uh, some nice tickets on the Celtics last night plus one fifteen. By the time it opened up here in Las Vegas, they were minus one fifty. So I just I, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they opened it up assuming that because of the Nets, you know, playing well last night on offense, that the public was going to be betting the Nets to win the series. No way, no how you can make Brook. They might win the series. I don't think they do, but you cannot open the Nets a, a favorite against the Celtics. Oh, it's like you haven't watched them the, la- the whole last four months. Uh-huh. And another game where they don't cover at home. Imagine if they had Robert Williams. Right. Oh, God, what that price would be. Absolutely. And that, and that how, how things work out. Kyrie back to Boston. They will be all over yeah. him, too. That'll be great. And Tatum should light them up. Tatum should get whatever he wants. How about the Brown comments? About, wow, they don't have uh, this. I couldn't believe the comments. Of all people, 
That with Durant not happy. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna punish them down low. We're trying to no Williams. We're gonna attack Tice and attack their bigs down low. Uh-huh. Oh boy, right. Probably don't want to say that right after the game. Yeah, right. Sure. And then the crowd. We want Boston champ. You're the seventh seed. They're the hottest team in the NBA since the break. We want Boston. Okay. It's, 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 it's everything's upside down. I mean, I got glue girl. I got. This. I mean, this is crazy. Durant and Kyrie have to be, both of them have to be Superman for seven games. And it's probably not enough. And it might not be because enough. They, they, yeah, are right. you going to get that again on a Drummond and Brown? You needed that from Drummond and Brown or you lose the game. Uh, so if Marcus Smart is really the defensive player of the year, should he not neutralize mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving to some extent? Mm-hmm. He, he, right? That, that should make some sense. Yeah. So go out there and do your job then. Right? The numbers tell us that uh, Robert Williams was actually the better defender for the Celtics all year long. But Marcus Smart, there's a big push for him to win the Defensive Player of the Year for some reason. Then go limit that guy. And if you do that, if you do your job, and if you're really the Defensive Player of the Year, you should win this in five, six games. Towns was 320 to have a double-double. Minus 320 last night to have a double-double. Garland over, Kyrie over, Durant under, Mobley over. Combined threes under, largest lead over. And uh, the T-Wolves three-point combined with this Clippers went over. Towns way Both under. Both games, by the way, George over, yep. Yes, we, saw, right we, we saw the pace slow down in that game last night. Yep. Yeah, it wasn't like a regular season game with the playoff lives on the line. I thought the cat points, rebounds, and assists were way too high. I mean, I, I didn't expect that, but mm-hmm. uh, the first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Up next, we will get into the games that we have coming up tonight, hit some player props as well, and some historical betting numbers in the opening round of the playoffs. Since 2014, first-round favorites in this range are 70, uh, 72 and 6 straight up. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. NBA playoffs start this weekend, and Bet Rivers has an incredible offer. Place a wager of $25 or more on any team to win the finals, and you get a $5 free bet for every playoff series they win. Will we see a repeat of Milwaukee and Phoenix? You make the call and get a $5 free bet when your team wins a series. Go to BetRivers.com to see the current odds and get your free bets. Terms and conditions apply. So, again, Paulie, two games last night play in NBA. Both games stayed under. The late game last night never had a chance to go over. It was 109 to 104, and the pace wasn't there. Bad shooting night for some players. Uh, tonight, we have higher totals, including this Hawks-Hornets game in the mid-230s. Are you expecting mm-hmm. something similar from last night, or is it like these teams can't play deep? There's no John Collins tonight in this game for the Hawks? Or the lack of defense is going to be up and down kind of with the track meet? I think it'd be a track meet. There is no defense, right, when you see the teams are near the bottom. Uh, Atlanta 26th and Charlotte 22nd, as I mentioned yesterday. So uh, I would think it'd be a high-scoring game, both games as well, and how the Spurs play against the Pelicans. I think the experience, the playoff experience last year will pull Atlanta through. And, uh, again, all four home teams will get it done so far in the playing round that making the Eastern Conference Finals, having the game at home, and you saw a raucous atmosphere in Minnesota last night, maybe the same thing will happen in Atlanta. And I think the inexperience of Charlotte will will show tonight, and Atlanta will go to Cleveland and also win that game on Friday too. And Atlanta will play Miami in the first round. Okay, so here were the closing numbers for the total in the regular season when these two teams played. In November, late November, the total was 226.5. It stayed under. Final score was 115-105 Hawks. December 5th, total was 225. Final score, 130-127. to 127. Hornets won that game, flew over the total. Then in late January, in Charlotte, the total was 234. Hawks won 113-91, to 91, stayed way under. And then last month, March 16th in Charlotte, total was 240.5. And, and the Hornets won that game, 116-106. to 106. No chance of going over in that game. Yeah. And they held Trey Young to nine points. They did. Incredible that they did that. He only averaged 20 points a yep. game in the regular season against Charlotte. And he's minus 170 to be the leading scorer in the game tonight. Well, if they do that again, if they do a good job on him, slowing him down, then you can find a guy like Bridges who averaged 26 a game against the Hawks in the regular. He's 6-1. to one. Most points tonight by any player, 6-1 to one for Bridges. Good prop. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and Trey's up there. The big one. 31 and a half. Uh, with his point prop. But uh, I, I think they'll get it done because they're at home. The other thing, Hay- Hayward out? Oh, how mm-hmm. bad is that contract? All the money they gave it's, him. It's, and he's been uh, he's been injured. But it's a good story, though, bad. too. I mean, good, good, good job by the East. Remember, the bottom of the East has been so bad, no depth for so long. The 10 seed is 43 and 39. It's flipped this year. You got San Antonio in New Orleans. That's yeah, correct. It's 36 and 46 against 34 and 48. And again, I can't believe the Lakers couldn't even go 12 games under 500. That's all they had to do to get in this thing, and they, mm-hmm. couldn't, they couldn't pull it off. 
Um, but largest lead in threes in, in the same territory as some of the games last night with uh, 25 and a half and largest lead 16 and a half as well. What do you think of LaMelo's prop? Where he's at with points, uh, points, rebounds, assists, 38 and a half. Okay, so on the season, ball averaged 19 points, eight rebounds, and almost nine assists per game. So it's pretty much mm-hmm. right there. You expect a shootout? I do. I mean, are you are you on board with that? Or is it more slow it down, playoff basketball? That's the thing, is that what we saw last night. Guys were tight last night. Yeah, and oh, by the way, with the Cavaliers, did they not look gassed to you? Mm. I wonder how that's going to affect them coming up in the next game then to get in the playoffs. Maybe something to keep in mind. Yeah, guys were super. That T-Wolves game was ultra tight. And that was like, uh, you could tell right away in that game for in-play wagering purposes mm-hmm. that the first quarter the weight started, the shooting was off, and it just was... It wasn't there with the pace. Nope. And then that they were slowing things down before halftime, and that continued in the third quarter. Yeah. A lot of hero ball, too. I mean, early on, it wasn't working out for Russell. He was driving, the, turning the ball over. Right. Some silly stuff, but then also no flow because of the officiating as well. Yeah. The, the late game is intriguing for several reasons. Well, to answer your question, by the way, I'm not, oh, I'm not playing the over tonight. Okay. I'm not going to yeah. do it. Okay. Uh, yeah. But th- there's several uh, angles here with the late game. Number one, you, go, you want to go against Pop? Be my guest. In the last meeting, the Spurs sat several guys and won the game in New Orleans with a motley crew and still pulled it out uh, and mucked it up and got the W. They've been great ATS down the stretch. Uh, but this is a wild season that the Pelicans had. Remember, the Pelicans started 1-12. and Ingram missed 27 games. Yet here they are. Yeah. And he's going to play again tonight. But this is from, an organi- from the front office. Not the players don't think this way. But the front office wouldn't mind losing. And here's why. There's a possibility that the Pelicans could get the top two picks in the draft or two picks in the top five because they have the Lakers pick if they lose and don't make the playoffs. And you might laugh and say, well, it's only a 6% chance. That's what the odds were when they got Zion. So they, they might come back next year and have Zion, Ingram, McCollum, and two picks in the top five. Think about that. Well, in the Western Conference alone, to plug that team into, you know, a conference that's already loaded near the top. Yeah. And also, if they win and make the playoffs, the pick goes to Memphis, I believe. So they would they would lose that. Mm-hmm. So I know what, what the front office is thinking here, too, about, okay, we could win tonight, but uh, let's lose against the Clippers Friday. You can get the top two picks or two of the top five. The other thing is, uh, where's Waldo here? I mean, what's going to happen with Zion? And and a good job by several people pointing out about what, what has happened here. He... he you have to call him out for something to get done. Remember McCollum? I haven't talked to him since the trade. Right. And, then, and then they reach out, and, they, and, and you know, he then disappeared. He was, he was in uh, Portland all that time. And then you saw the workout video, and then he was cleared for three-on-three drills. And then his stepdad said he'll play and be ready for the playoffs. I mean, what's going to happen here? Uh, did you see, I believe it was NBA.com, that came out with their top 10 players under the age of 25 this week? And Zion was, like, on the list, like, really high. Like, clearly, if he's healthy, he might be number one over on the list. He's played in, well, this was his third full season in the league. How many games has he played? Is it 60? Something like it's, that? It's, yeah. it's, like oh, it's, ba- it's maybe like one full season combined that he's played. How can you have a guy yeah. that hasn't played basketball anywhere near the top ten on that list? If healthy, for sure. Mm-hmm. Is he going to play next year? I have no idea. No, no, who knows what's going on about you with the workouts and can the guy play, mm-hmm. right? And can he go Can he go out there? Uh, if, if they win tonight, can he play Friday or... Can he give you anything in the first round of the playoffs? I mean, it's, it's just bizarre here. Yep. 
So the Spurs were three and one ATS against the Pelicans on the year. But again, that goes that was December twelfth when they played a game. But I will say that three of the games were from, from basically Valentine's Day forward, and three games did stay under the total, and they closed pretty high. I mean, they got higher as the season progressed, but two twenty and a half, two thirty and a half, two thirty seven, and a two twenty nine and a half. Again, high total tonight. I know mm-hmm. we're expecting a lot of points. Uh, Dejounte Murray, by the way, for what, for what it's worth, for, uh, player props, he averaged more than 19 combined rebounds and assists per game. So if you can find that rebound and assist props, it's going to be super high. But for this guy to go out there tonight and have a big game, it's fully expected. Um, I'm, we're looking at right there at the screen. The rebound prop is seven and a half. Did a really good job against the Pelicans throughout the regular season. Top point scorer in the game, McCollum is plus mm-hmm. 170, Ingram 240, Murray 280. Long shot bet, maybe Keldon Johnson yes, at 7-1. So. Okay. To be the highest scoring guy. In the, you going to bet this okay. pregame or are you going to get involved uh, in play? Nah, I'm going to, yeah, I don't want to go against Pop. I'll, I'll watch it, see what uh, the pace is like and see if uh, it, it could be, it should be a high scoring. Both games should be high scoring. Yep. I mean, it should be, but that's, uh, you saw what happened last night too. Um, uh, would you lean over Murray points, rebounds, and assists, 41 and a half? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's, again, base, based on the flow that we're going to get in this game. And if it, if it comes close to the total of 226 and a half now, I think that he'll get it. But if it's a lower-scoring game, then I want nothing to do with it, obviously. I know that's kind of Captain Obvious stuff mm-hmm. there, but that's going to be based on the tempo that we're going to get tonight. And uh, Right. You know how effective they That's, are shooting the ball, right? Uh, you know, does it does it change now because it's a playing game? Mm-hmm. Charlotte was fifth in pace. San Antonio was sixth in pace. Charlotte is horrendous on the boards. That's something to watch tonight. I mentioned the defensive numbers as well, and uh, Atlanta was second in offensive efficiency. That's what you're looking at tonight. Yeah, I, I mean, if I bet this game before it starts, I will take the Spurs plus plus the points because it is pop. And uh, they did have success against the Pelicans this year, and I think it's a big number at five and a half. But again, I had the Clippers last night, and I thought in the fourth quarter that was definitely going to be a winner, and they couldn't cover plus three. So the other thing too, and, and there, again, this is uh, another angle. Uh, people, are, you're hearing some whispers out there. But this is it for Pop. I mean, this yeah. could be could this be Pop's final game too? Yeah. I will give you this from Vsin's digital magazine, which you can get at vsin.com/slash/subscribe. Uh, big favorites almost always win in the first game of a seven-game opening round series. Since 2014, NBA first-round favorites of eight and a half points or more are 72 and six straight up and 50 and 28 ATS. That's 64.1% going back. So the Bucks fit that bill in game one against the Bulls, and we'll see what the Suns are laying in game one of the playoffs when they get the eight seed. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we'll recap last night's betting action. Line moves, upsets, bad beats. Boy, how, how did this team possibly cover the puck line last night? That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Ben Hayes time. Handicapper, winnersandwiners.com. He's on a 14-3 run in MLB, and he sees a couple plays today. One game stands out to him. 
thinks there's value with the line. Best part, it's free for our listeners. Text VEASAN to area code 320-350-3500. That's VEASAN, 320-350-3500. Time for Jeff Seeley, CutMakerPod.com. Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. Time to talk a little golf. Check it out, iTunes, Spotify, and get Telegram for the uh, text messages or get the uh, the plays and what he likes with the matchups uh, all four rounds, and he joins us now. First things first with the course breakdown. You like the short courses, usually recommend Webb Simpson. What are you thinking here, and can you take us through the course? Yeah, guys, so again, we're, we're at RBC. The RBC Heritage this week has played at Harbortown, and Harbortown is just a, a good, fun, uh, short, peak-dye course, a lot of water, obviously coastal course, and, and, and again, it, it's it's a it's a, a course that Webb Simpson's usually played well on, but when when that when that is the case, it brings a lot of guys into play who have good short game or good putters. So that's one of the things I'm, we're we're looking at this week is is what, what's your short game look like? How do you putt? And and again, what kind of form are you in? You've got to have some kind of form coming in. And and I think there's a lot of guys uh, with uh, down on the board some good prices we can fire at this week. Yeah. To Paul's question about Webb, are you avoiding him this week still based on the injury? Yeah, and, and the form in general, right? Yeah, I am, and I know I, I usually like Webb in, in here, but again, I am just due to the form, the form and the injury, and, and you know, he's thirty-five to one. It's not a bad price, but I mean, you know, there's other guys um, that I, I like a little better, and, and we'll talk about one in particular um, that I think is just, I, frankly, I think I'd even play him against Webb in matchups, and uh, it's just a massive misprice this week. I think it's going to be a tremendous opportunity for us. Okay. Take us through some of your uh, your core plays, then. Who are you leaning towards? Sure, guys. So we have some big names in the field this week, including Cam Smith, who we saw struggle down the stretch of the Masters, but who can, you know, he can win anywhere. But in the sub-20 group, the name that jumps out to me is Patrick Cantlay. Um, Cantlay's not in great form. He didn't play great at the Masters, but he does love this track, plays well here. And I'm not investing a ton to anybody under 20 to 1, but Cantlay would be my guy if I did. He's finished third, seventh, and third here, and shows you so that shows you can play here fourteen to one or so. I think Cantley is worth a shot. Um, Kevin Na took tenth here in two thousand nineteen, and and honestly, Kevin Na in a lot of ways is like Webb Simpson. Plays well with shorter tracks, doesn't vomit, but he's an elite short game. So a guy who can get up and down, chip and putt. He excels on and around the greens, like I said, and he's forty five to one this week. Finished fourteenth in, in, at the Masters and ninth in this event. Uh, before that, so excuse me, Knight did his last event before that. So good form, solid history. Kevin now forty-five to one is a fair price. And then oh, I, I backed the Las Vegas resident Maverick McNeely a lot of times this season. He's fifty-five yeah. to one this week, and I'm going to go back to the well here. So he finished fourth here last year, and one could argue he's in better form now than he was then. He's a guy hot and rattle off a few wins at some point here soon. I'd rather get on him early than late, and so I like McNeely at fifty-five to one. Um, I think that's a, a really fair price run this week. Okay, fair enough. Now there is a uh, a long shot, or as a bomb as you like to call him, at a hundred to one or in that neighborhood that uh, you're going to tell us you might like more at this price than any other golfer in that hundred to one range since you've been coming on this show. Who is it, and why? Yeah, guys. So what, you know, when you, when you look at DFS pricing, for example, in the top twenty market, you look at DFS pricing. Like right next to Kevin Na, basically one off of Kevin Na, who's forty-five to one, is Brian Harmon. And Brian Harmon this week on DraftKings is a hundred to one. He's a hundred to one. He's finished thirteenth and ninth in two of his last five trips here. He finished fifth at the Valspar two tournaments ago. 
and somehow he's three to one top 20 and a hundred to one in the outright. Like that does not correlate at all. His DFS pricing is, is doesn't correlate. Like nothing correlates about this price. You guys mentioned, I think he's what 82 to one at circa. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and, and usually you can get better, better pricing on circa on, on long shots than you can anywhere. So I just think we have a mass, a huge opportunity. I mean, at least, at least, you know, uh, 20% equity on a guy who is, you know, a hundred to one Brian Harmon. I didn't get it now. I expect, I don't expect this price to last. I think people will probably fire on it. They'll probably close somewhere around 70 to 80. But right now you can get Brian Harmon at a hundred to one. That is as good a hundred to one, maybe the best hundred to one shot we've ever talked about on this show, guys. That's a great breakdown. Can you explain then typically what a 100 to one shot is in the top 20 market? Like what, what's, what's that number yeah, generally he'd, around? He'd be like five, he'd be like five, six to one. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know, and that price—it's probably probably plus six hundred. And, and, and so, yeah, it's just—it's crazy. You think about that, and it—it's you, just—I—I'm I, not quite sure how they came up with that. And, and mm-hmm. um, I just think, again, like if you look at guys right now in the top twenty range, right? So guys who are six to one or so. You got uh, Brendan. Uh, see, that's like eight to one. We find a guy. So like um, Grios plus six fifty. And and you then you look at the outright market. Uh, Grio is, hang on. He's probably around there to win. Um, let me, let me find him, but he's probably, he's probably in the hundred to one range. I'm about to look here. But he's, he's plus six fifty. I would expect plus 500 plus 600, somewhere around there, not a hundred to one for a guy who's plus 300. So okay. again, I just think the, the, the price, the pricing doesn't correlate. And, and again, for, for 10 bucks, 20 bucks, uh, Brian Harmon, hundred to one is a great play. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa in the Sports Betting Network. Jeff Seeley, our guest at Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter and the Cutmaker podcast as well. How about a couple matchups, please? Yeah, guys. I, I mentioned Kevin Na. I played him in a matchup over Kisner. Both guys who are, are, are short game, you know, specialists, if you will. I just like not even money this week. Another guy who I really like, who I like at this track, is Shane Lowry. Um, you know, coming off coming off the Masters where he played pretty well. Um, I played him in a matchup over DJ again, even money. I like both those matchups a lot this week. Okay. So you, you made the case last week for Brooks Kepka to win the Masters. Yeah. Now, Kepka over the years and on this show, he's made you a lot of money, uh, in, you know, betting outrights, et cetera. Um, yeah. In a loaded field going forward, Jeff, like at the PGA, the U.S. Open, whatever it might be in a major, what, what kind of a number would you need with, with Kepka to have any interest in him to bet him? Probably 30. I think 30 plus is a fair price right now for Kepka. Um, you know, and, and that's 30 is probably the, the, the number. I, he, should, he should probably be 40 to 45 to 50. I think he'll, just because of his major experience, he'll be oh, north of 30. Um, I, I can't tell. I mean, I, I feel like he quit, guys. Mm. And that's what's so disappointing. I just feel like he quit. And and you watch him down the stretch just fall apart late, like like he doesn't know where he needs to be. And it was just it was so disheartening and so hard to watch. I'm I'm glad I wasn't stadium swim. I might have jumped off the roof of the freaking <laughs> of the pool there. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm glad I wasn't there for that. I mean, it was just it was so disheartening. And 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 on the, the flip side, like how freaking good is Scotty Scheffler? Oh man, Come I mean, it is it is it is. And I said this on Twitter. I think Scotty Scheffler is who we thought John Rahm would be. Everybody thought John Rahm was going to be this beast who's just going to go out and he was going to catch fire and just keep winning and winning. 
That's who Scotty Scheffler is, right? Scotty Scheffler is the best player in the world. I'm not sure it's even remotely arguable. And I wouldn't, I mean, he's, he's got to be the favorite to win every tournament he's playing now. And, and I, I think this is the guy we honestly, we all thought John Rahm would be. Yep. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure. And I'm not sure John Rahm's ever going to be as good as we thought John Rahm would be. Um, and I'm not sure John Rahm's ever going to be as good as Scotty Scheffler. I mean, this is insane what we're seeing. It's not that he didn't have the pedigree coming up because he was a good player coming up. But man, I mean, this is insane, and and it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch over the next you know year or two. I I completely echo what you just said, comparing him to Rom. And I would say this because, like in the golf betting community, community now this is going on what a good two or three years, where like the opinion on Rom has been super high, like uh, maybe the best golfer in the world for longer than what he's actually been, where his ranking would tell you. But he's never done what Scheffler's done right now. He's never been close to this run that Scheffler's on. It's not even, like you said, it's not even debatable. And I'm curious, like, if that opinion in the golf betting community is going to exist on Scheffler, if that's only a rum thing. Well, it, and I, I, it's funny, right, Mitch? I, I, I keep thinking to myself, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like, at what point is Rom going to live up to his, because I mean, he's past the point of, of living up, having to live up to his, his hype, right? And, and listen, I've, I've been guilty of this. I mean, you, you watch John Rahm play, and, and you, he goes through stretches where you wonder how he doesn't win every tournament he's ever played, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes the guy, his, and I think that's what the, the, all the, the golf betting community looks at, is you see Pete John Rahm, and you're like, holy cow, this guy's unbelievable. And, and how does he not win everything? And yet, you know, and, and he's, he's fiery and, and has this elite stuff. And frankly, like Scheffler, I hate to say he's boring. He's not. He's not like John Rahm. He's fairly low key. He's kind of ho hum. Goes around and wins the Masters by four shots. Right? Like it's 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 pretty incredible. Um, and and it, it you know kind of reminds me you know a, a little bit of he just kind of snuck up on people. It's kind of kind of like when Dustin Johnson got white hot a few years ago. which just kind of low key number one in the world and and rattling off a bunch of big finishes. Although I mean I don't even know if DJ was was as hot as Scheffler is right now. I mean this is. This is something a sight to see, and and let's just, let's enjoy it while we while we see it because um, this, this is something that golf's gonna gonna treasure for a while. Yep. Again, you can check out the Cutmaker podcast and uh, follow him on Twitter. He is at Cutmaker Jeff. Thanks, pal. Good luck with the bets this week. Appreciate it, pal. Take care. Thank yeah. you. No, he's right. When Rom is on fire, I mean, it's like yeah, this guy should win every time, but he doesn't. And a lot of the you know, mm-hmm. I think he's kind of that fiery. Uh, emotional side of him has dialed down a little bit, but that was a reason why. Oh, I could, sure. You know that that existed for a long time. Look, I, I can't get un- involved with oh, this. I said that many times. Oh yeah, the meltdown's yeah. coming. Mm-hmm. Just wait for it. But yep. Yeah. All right, it's uh, follow the money here on Vsin, the sports betting network. We'll talk some uh, Major League Baseball coming up next. Now, if you look at the card, you have a lot of really big named uh, starters going today. Uh, But I want to take it easy. We'll run it down for you coming up next.
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The Sports Betting Network. Going to the computer today. Top horse racing plays generated by First Bets. Artificial intelligence handicapping program. We're going to Parks Race Course. In race five, the computer likes three. The three. It's seven to two on the morning line. And in race seven, it likes the four. Scoop Dog at five to one. Give First Bet's AI program a try. You can bet these races and the others using the First Bet app. Sign up today with First Bet. Use the code Vegas1000 for an instant $10 free plus up to a $1,000 bonus. VSIN.com slash horses for details. VSIN.com slash horses. Okay, so the name is Scoop Dog? Scoop Dog. Like okay, it. that's yeah. worth a bet based on the Sinus. name alone. Concur. Yeah. Five to one. All right. Uh, by the way, this is from Brett on Twitter. Severe weather coming through St. Louis. High chances, no game, or it's delayed today. Aye. With Wainwright going for the cards. 10, 10, against... 15, yeah, okay. Early one. All right. Yep. All right, we will talk some Major League Baseball here. Jensen Lewis joins the program now. A Guardians analyst in Cleveland. Played Major League Baseball as well. Jensen, thanks for the time today. Uh, we appreciate you joining the show. I, I, so I was writing some notes for the program today when you were coming on, and I was going to say... Does it look like Bieber is already like officially back? And then he had like one bad inning and, you know, the Reds got back into it. But so far, what you've seen in two starts from Shane Bieber, does it look like the former Cy Young winner himself? Yeah, Mitch, uh, I would say for what he had to go through injury-wise last year, you know, the shoulder injury is obviously nothing to sniff at. But what he looked like through the end of uh, the year last year, also what he looked like through spring, they were going to be very careful with him from a pitch count standpoint, no matter what. 
uh, here in April. But uh, I think the efficiency with which he worked with yesterday uh, is, is pretty indicative of where he was in 2020. The velocity is down a little bit, uh, but that's to be expected with the, a majority of these guys not really built up as far as uh, their full pitch count allotment is concerned. But the slider is there, the knuckle curve, which put him on the map and, and got him that Cy Young Award. But uh, to me, the, the thing that stands out the most is his fastball command. He's hitting all four quadrants. He's getting that deception, that, that bigger swing and miss. Uh, and I think that separation between his fastball and breaking ball, I, I wouldn't go running out to, to buy a ticket on him yet uh, to, to win the Cy Young, but I think that's a guy that you look at as someone who can certainly be in the top five here by the all-star break. Would you go out and place a ticket on Stephen Kwan to win the American League Rookie of the Year? He opened at, <laughs> this is nuts. I mean, it's too late now to bet the guy in my, and I can't believe yeah. I'm saying that one week into the season, not even one week, but he opened like 50. Nobody talked about the kid. And all of a sudden, after his scorching hot start, Jensen, he's down to like five to one at some books. What do you know about this Stephen Kwan kid? Yeah, guys, he plays left field, and, and I'm going to sound cheesy for saying this, but this is the most out-of-left field thing we had expected for this season, no question about it. Uh, you're you're now looking at a 5'9 kid uh, who is the, the major league leader in hits, in average, in walks, in on-base percentage, in OPS. Yes, and his name is not Jose Altuve, perennial you know all-star and, and MVP winner. So for Stephen Kwan, guys, the, the two things that stand out the most for a young hitter, you know, can he be disciplined in the strike zone? And what are his bat-to-ball skills? The guy still hasn't swung and missed this year. You know, we're five games in, mm. and he's got either 26, 30 swings and hasn't swung and missed. So, uh, you know, it's it, it, you could say, all right, it's it's better because you're hitting in front of Jose Ramirez. But there was he was hitting seventh at the beginning of the season, that first game, and then all of a sudden, you know, vaulted up when it looked like the Guardians offense was really going to struggle through those first two games against a very pedestrian Kansas city pitching staff. So uh, the kid is mind boggling. Um, uh, you know, he, he talks about how mentally uh, chess is a hobby of his and something that really allows him to mentally focus and it provides him strategy and, and, you know, mental fortitude that translates to the batter's box. Um, I don't know if he's going to be a grandmaster in that first, or if he's going to win a batting title, but <laughs> this kid has been, this kid has been just a joy to watch. Uh, and, and it wouldn't surprise me because our home opener is on Friday. Uh, if, if people have gone out and tried to manufacture some Quan jerseys already, uh, you know, the Jerry Maguire, you know, essence of the Quan has been, you know, thrown out there. So it's, it's just <laughs> been a joy to watch in uh, these first five games. This really has been a strange start to the season. Some big name teams haven't been able to hit. How long do you, do you think that'll continue? We've also seen some big name pitchers up to slow starts too. Yeah, Paulie, I, I think what's what's intriguing here is that usually, you know, pitching is ahead of hitting early in the season, right? So some of these some of these team averages may not be as shocking uh, as others. I, I think Milwaukee, I think you guys were talking about mm -hmm. it earlier. You know, Milwaukee was a team you circled. Of course, you felt regression from those big three as far as the starting rotation goes. We've seen that through their first outings. I don't expect that to continue. But, you know, Andrew McCutcheon wasn't someone that jumped off the page at me. Uh, you know, Hunter Renfro has always had a ton of swing and miss, and I, I don't know where that translates this year. I think I think he still gets back on track, but I think this was the worry. If you were, you know, a futures better looking at the National League Central and saying, well, it's kind of Milwaukee's to lose, uh, you know, I, I think St. Louis gives them a run for their money. I mean, mm -hmm. they're not going to beat themselves defensively. 
Yeah, Adam Wainwright continues to pull mm-hmm. the Houdini act of, of being 40-plus and really pitching well. So I, I think, you know, Milwaukee, not a surprise of, of a team that's in it. You know, the Angels, I think, will be better. I picked them as my last wild card in the okay. American League. The Yankees are probably right where they should be because what did they do this offseason? They got no one with basketball skills, and that was the biggest thing that they needed to do. So I, I think that I think of the two teams that, you know, maybe were picked to be at the top of their division or very close to it, the Yankees and the Brewers. Uh, you know, Paulie, this those two teams don't surprise me. They're off to those slow offensive starts. Okay, uh, the Phillies uh, off to a slow start offensively, and how about the Mets pitching? The if they weren't for the Mets bullpen, they'd be uh, wouldn't have a loss though uh, this year. Unbelievable with the Mets, considering guys as we know, Degrom going to be lost for a while. You know, the Shures are touch and go with the Hammy, but you know he's able to to get in there and and be pretty good. Uh, a Tyler McGill might be one of those guys you keep track of this year. As you know, 98 mile an hour stuff. He's a bulldog. He's not afraid of anybody. Uh, if Carrasco and, and Walker can stay healthy, then then they're going to be right in it with this offense. But guys, the, the biggest addition for them, and I think this is going to translate throughout the year, no question, is Buckshaw Walter. Uh, you can already yeah. see a demeanor change, and maybe just maybe, fellas, with the Nationals throwing at Alonzo and Frankie Lindor, it it united this group. Maybe even sooner than this front office and coaching staff could have realized that's a huge difference maker in a division. I think that we feel pretty competitive between Atlanta, the Mets and the Phillies for sure. Yeah. It's follow the money here on V sin, the sports betting network, Jensen Lewis, our guest major league baseball network, radio host, Bally sports, great lakes analyst for the guardians. One more question on that team. Uh, we have tickets on Miles straw to lead the league in stolen bases. That was a recommendation per Matt Baskersian a couple of weeks back. He's off to a good start. He has three. Is he going to like, so he's playing every day, right? And does he is he going to have the green light like pretty much every time he gets on base? There, there is no red light for Miles Straw from first to second, second to third. If he wants to pull a Willie Mays Hayes and try and steal home, go right ahead. <laughs> uh, I think he'll. I, and again, guys, we kind of came into this season expecting that the offense would kind of center around Jose uh, Ramirez, Franmil Reyes, and then you were just hoping for something from the five through nine spots because it was looking pretty dire. And then all of a sudden, this is a world beater team that scores 10 runs a night. That's not going to happen. But I think the idea now with Straw at the top and then Stephen Kwan, because he's a guy now we know with back-to-ball skills and patience in the strike zone, it's going to allow Straw even more opportunities. So a uh, good job out of you guys for getting those because I-, I think he'll have a real shot knowing that Whit Merrifield, you know, pretty much the guy he's got to beat in the American League to win that title. Very cool. We have like 90 seconds left here, Jensen. Uh, I think Ohio is an absolute sleeping giant in the whole sports betting community in the world, uh, and they have not legalized it yet. If you had to make a bet yourself on like a target date or when a prediction on when you think it's going to become legal in the state of Ohio, when do you think that would be? Yeah, Mitch, the deadline is January 1st of 2023, so they got to have it by then. But as you guys know, this is Buckeye country, and college football is religion uh, when it gets to August. So I, I'm circling that month right there, maybe middle of August at the latest, I would hope. Uh, bar, you guys know lawmakers. They're, they've got their own agendas here, but uh, doing a bunch of local radio here. We had Super Bowl week, and, and it was so great listening to you guys go through the props and stuff. We had people driving to the state border for people that don't know in Ohio. Indiana is legal. They're on the left of us. Michigan is north of us. You know, uh, Pennsylvania is to the right of us. So we had people literally listening driving to the state border, logging on the apps, and then coming back for the game. Pretty wild. So if that's not as 
an indicator to, to the lawmakers here to get this thing done. I don't know what is. Yeah, well said. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at JLU50, and 50 is spelled out. Jensen, uh, thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, Thank you. Be good. There you go. That was great. Great job. Yep, absolutely. I, B- Bieber, again, two starts in, cruising again yesterday. Yeah. One bad inning. Okay, that is what it is. What do you got? I thought, I thought they made a good point about the Mets. Oh, you did? With the bean brawl and the, and the stuff against the Phillies bringing you together early sure, on. Sure, and, and the shot in the arm with Showalter. And the Showalter yes. thing is going to yes. be big. Yeah, I don't think there's yeah. any, any doubt be about six that. 6-0. and oh. Two eighth inning leads they've blown. Oh, yeah. Two losses. Are you sweating out the win total already? Every day is this going to be the thing? Right. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. They blew it again last night, well, guys. Come on. It's a fun story, though. Yeah. How McGill's done. And, uh, right. Yep. All right. Follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network up next tonight's two NBA games and uh, opening game home winners in a seven game series are a solid game two bet numbers on that coming up next. v the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. First Bet wants you to get in all the race on the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code VEGAS1000. Receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. v slash horses for details. Bonus code VEGAS1000. Time for the NBA with Aaron Running. Top, uh, in my opinion, top NBA handicapper in the world. And we go over the two play-in games and then what he's bet with series prices as well. Uh, okay, so we had a big move here on the Pelicans total, 229 down to 225 and a half, and the Atlanta total is sitting there at 235 and a half. Both games went under yesterday. In all your years doing this, what have you learned when you get from regular season now to playoff time? Yeah, certainly glad to be with you guys. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you could see it, you know, pretty much right away last night. I mean, Brooklyn had a 40 point first quarter, but. You know, the, the the pace of those games was, was pretty slow. And, you know, quite honestly, the last month here of the NBA regular season, I mean, these games were, were pretty crazy. I mean, high-scoring games, um, surprised by some of the things that went on. So, you know, of course you get a little bit of, of, of change when you get in the playoffs, and certainly I welcome that. I mean, defense was just an afterthought. Uh, again, kind of after the all-star break of the NBA. So you could generally take advantage of it. Um, generally pretty much all on uh, a lot of unders the first weekend, um, which will be the case uh, with New Orleans, San Antonio, again, a game that got hit. And I would assume, you know, as we get into the first weekend, uh, these totals uh, will continue to kind of get hit pretty good. So that's certainly yeah. something to look for uh, with, with the totals here. Yeah, Four-point move on both totals to the under now. Uh, in these games tonight, you took a little Pelicans. Tell us why. Uh, yeah, I did. Oh no, I'm sorry. Did I say that? I'm sorry? Uh, I'm so mixed up. So I, I've got this game mixed up. I'm on the Spurs. I took the Spurs okay, okay. Plus points. Uh, yeah, let's certainly clarify that. I'm on the underdog here uh, in that in this game, and it got some five and a half. Um, it just actually went to six uh, for a second this morning, and you know I. I was on this Pelicans team. I talked uh, about them, uh, I think, on at least one of your guys' show. I had them power rated extremely high. Again, a team that was coming nowhere, uh, making a bid, uh, a bid here to get into the play-in game, uh, et cetera. And they you know, accomplished that goal. So 
it's always a little bit of an exhale uh, type of deal here for a team like the Pelicans that had to use uh, so much of this team. And, you know, they made a great adjustments. They inserted the young guys into the starting lineup. But a couple things for a look into the playoffs, certainly uh, with New Orleans, it's, it's a team that's still kind of finding themselves and coming together. Um, obviously, these guys haven't played a lot of basketball, meaningful basketball together. Uh, Ingram's been out uh, with an injury. They bring in C.J. McCollum uh, at the uh, trade deadline against some of the younger play uh, players. So, um, and the Spurs, you know, this is a very young team, but they've been together uh, for a while, obviously led by the great point guard, uh, Murray. So I actually made this game three. Uh, I did give a bit of a coaching advantage here from Popovich to Willie Green again, uh, another head coach kind of thrown into the fire. Um, so I, I, I think the Spurs, uh, plus the points, uh, I think it probably goes down to the wire here. Okay. What did you make the Hawks-Hornets point spread? Opened at four, now five and a half, and how would you approach it this morning? Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, no action for me on this game. I, okay. I, made, uh, I made Atlanta four. Uh, you know, quite honestly, I think Brooklyn did did well to get Cleveland and not draw one of these two teams. I mean, Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, you know, certainly to me better than Chicago, uh, Cleveland here. But, you know, there's a reason why they're here. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of John Collins. Obviously, they're going to be without him. But Charlotte is, is <laughs> they're a good team as well. So I don't think that much separates them. I'm a little bit surprised uh, to see the Hawks um you know, continue to get bet here, but you know, their home court's been very good. They have the playoff experience to draw back uh, from last year. And, and I did make the total uh, even a little bit less than what it is now, but you know, I missed that juicy number early on the opener 37, 38. How about some series that you've played in, in game ones? Uh, yeah, as we move into uh, Saturday and Sunday, uh, I know I think we even mentioned this um, in, in the last show, Philadelphia, Toronto. And, you know, I, Hey, I, I burned some money trying to bet underdogs in these series over the years. So uh, generally kind of rule of thumb, you know, if I'm going to take an underdog in a series, you know, I kind of feel like that team's got at least a 50, 50 chance or, or at least uh, maybe not the better team, but you know, with the intangibles of chance to win. That's what I see with Toronto. Uh, and Philadelphia, I go to that series. You know, you, you have to bet Toronto uh, in the first game. Uh, you know, I, I think this is a pretty mm-hmm. big coaching advantage uh, advantage here for Toronto with Nurse uh, against Rivers. We've seen Rivers choke a lot of these playoff series away uh, over the years. I have a lot of respect for Nurse. Thinks he's I think he's great in game at adapting uh, some of the defensive adjustments that uh, he can make up. So. You know, again, how do you equate that? But I give Toronto a good three here uh, with the coaching advantage in this game. And so you look at the advantages for Toronto. Obviously, they're going to have the best player on the court with the Embiid. Uh, one thing I've, I'm a little bit concerned about, boy, the Sixers get to the free throw line a ton. Um, you know, saw yeah. that in last night's game with Minnesota uh, as they got in foul trouble. Toronto, not a lot of depth. Uh, so that could hurt them. A little bit, they get into uh, into uh, uh, foul trouble. But with that said, I mean to me, everything else points to the, the Raptors. You know, Tor- Toronto very good at getting uh, creating turnovers, getting that transition offense key here. Philadelphia will give that up. 
you know, with Harden running the show at point guard, you know, would have to drive the coach, the teammates crazy, barely gets the, the ball across the timeline, <laughs> half his possessions. And, you know, you have to set up against this very good Toronto defense in the half court. Uh, that To me, that's the wrong way to play. Uh, when Embiid goes to the bench, uh, obviously that's great for the Raptors. So, and, you know, well, let's see what happens here with the Sixers. Uh, they get hit in the mouth. Who knows what's going to happen with Harden and Rivers? So, sure. uh, boy, if, if if I didn't bet Toronto in the series and they win, uh, I'd have to go jump off a bridge or something. So I, I got to <laughs> play. Uh, I got to play the Raptors in the series. Okay, and and the thigh bull business too. I mean that that's well, very huge. important as well. Absolutely. Yep. Kudos to you. You were touting the Celtics when they were the eight or the nine seed at the time, and now they're the two. Have you have you grabbed Boston in the series against the Nets yet? Oh, I mean, you know, certainly looking uh, towards that. I see them already taking money. And, you know, let's be honest, you know, when I went on the show and talked about that, I mean, they took money in just about every single game they played, um, you know, since February 1st. Uh, this team has been power rated highly by me, uh, power rated highly uh, by others. So, um, you know, this is going to be a great series. I, I just don't understand. Uh, why they wanted to go ahead and win and get this two spot. I mean, you know, look at this. I mean, you know, the Bucks are 12 to one favorite over Chicago. Yeah. Uh, now you get Boston as a slight favorite over Brooklyn. I'll, I'll never quite understand uh, that, but here we are and you have to break this down. And um, obviously what Boston brings to the table defensively, I mean, just super impressive from a numbers perspective, uh, visually what they can do to you uh, defensively. Uh, I'd certainly still have them a notch better uh, than Brooklyn. I mean, Tatum is improved and, you know, he hasn't shot the ball all that well, especially from three, uh, see how that works for him uh, into the playoffs. But, you know, Boston, or I'm sorry, Brooklyn might have the edge with the top two players, uh, but Boston, you know, top three players on down a little better roster. Boy, what a blow. Uh, as they lose uh, Robert Williams, oh, boy. You know, really, really great defender. He has improved offensively. And, and what troubling here for the Celtics is, you know, they just don't have a lot of depth. So when you lose a guy like Robert Williams, just really takes away, uh, or else I'd have a really big bet here on Boston to win the series. Uh, instead, it's going to be uh, smallish to medium. Yep. Mm-hmm. ER of like a minute left here. You think Minnesota can give Memphis a series, huh? I really do. And, you know, I, I, I love this Grizzlies team. I made, I made more money off betting the Grizzlies side than probably any other team, but that's understanding that this is a, a really good regular season team. I mean, they can go one through 10. They lose a guy like Ja, They don't miss a beat. In fact, they're probably better uh, with him off the court. But what I've learned again is you get into the playoffs, you got to have guys that can take over games. He's certainly the best guy on the court. Uh, the top three guys you look at these teams and Memphis, you know, I just, I have to lower them from a power rating perspective because again, you know, your better players play more minutes. Towns plays more minutes. Anthony Edwards plays more minutes, uh, et cetera, in this series. So, uh, you know, Josh certainly a guy that can take over games, but he gives a, a lot back defensively. Uh, you know, who else offensively can take over games here for the Grizzlies where, you know, T. Wolves and Towns was not good last night, but he's very capable. Uh, Anthony Edwards, I think one of the more underrated guys in the NBA, he was not talked about, uh, is one of the most improved players. You saw that on display last night. Really, really good. Uh, so I think Minnesota makes this real competitive. 
Very cool. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at ER Sports One. We could talk to you all day. ER, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. All right. Good luck. Uh, have a good weekend. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Best of luck to you tonight as well. And this weekend, we'll tell you what we are betting tonight in In Pocket Plays next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 